Welcome to the IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast for couples who struggle with infertility and want to fulfill their dreams of becoming parents. To access previous episodes packed with ideas, solutions, and tips that actually work, head over to Dr. Chapman's IVF podcast on iTunes. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. Hi, this is Professor Chapman. Recently we've been doing some Facebook Live sessions where I've been answering questions from the listeners and participants. What you're about to hear now is some audio of those segments and I hope they'll be useful for you. Samantha says, Hi Prof, I had a transfer earlier this year. My progesterone was 130 the day before the transfer. It was a failed transfer. Is that too high and was that the reason for the failed transfer? And then Jade says, I asked a question over a year ago regarding fertility after a C-section and fell pregnant naturally in January 2021. I had to do IVF, ICSI for my second baby for male fertility issues, low sperm count motility. Is it possible sperm can change that much? Natural pregnancy is possible again. My partner has done a few spend analysis in the past and has very low count and another time had 15 million, such a huge range. Yeah. Yes, men's sperm count can vary a lot. There's a fantastic study done out of Western Australia where one of my colleagues 15 years ago, 20 years ago now, convinced a, an inmate of a prison in, in, in Western Australia to do a sperm test twice a week for, for, for a year. And uh, it was remarkable how much the sperm count went from being absolutely normal to being subnormal to then bouncing back. You know, when he was in solitary confinement because he was a naughty boy for other reasons, uh, his count went right, right down. Um, and when he had the flu, it also went right down. But even a low sperm count doesn't stop a pregnancy. All it does is reduce the chances. So just to put that in perspective, if the count is more than 15 million and all the other parameters are normal, that's an, that you'll get a 90% pregnancy rate in 12 months. If the count is regularly 10 million, it's more like about a 40% chance of a pregnancy, but certainly not, not a pregnancy. And at 5 million, even then, there's probably a 5 to 10% chance of a pregnancy occurring naturally without other treatment. So the fact that you got pregnant naturally doesn't totally surprise me, even though the sperm count, even at that stage, may have been poor. But it's, And it certainly does jump around for reasons we don't totally understand. So, Prof, Samantha's question. Uh, hi, Prof. I had a transfer earlier this year. My progesterone was 130 the day before the transfer. It was a failed transfer. Is that too high? And was that the reason for a failed transfer? The levels of progesterone at the high levels probably don't make any difference. We're more worried about lower levels. So I don't think 130. We, I mean, it's become a new fashion to measure that progesterone before the day of transfer, primarily looking for women who are suboptimal because then we'll try and top it up. Personally, I don't, I'm not convinced by the data, but uh, some people have adopted that uh, approach. And, and I'm sure that the vast majority of um, successful cycles do occur with what, are, what appear to be fairly high levels, you know, like 100 plus of progesterone, because particularly if you've if you produce a lot of eggs in that cycle, you'll have a lot of corpus lutea and they will continue to produce progesterone in, in big, big lumps more than normal. So, no, I wouldn't blame that as a cause for your failure. 
And don't forget that you can access all the previous episodes by going to our website www.theivfjourney.com and select IVF Journey Podcast from the navigation menu. Thank you for listening to The IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast which helps couples negotiate their way through the IVF journey all the way to parenthood. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au.